Good evening, kings, men, and women. It is the King of the Couch here again. Back at you, back down your lovely little ear holes with another episode of King of the Couch, episode 46, I believe. 8.30 p.m. on a Monday evening, 20th of April 2020. Let's fucking go. Um, interesting, interesting times. I believe it's day 47 of captivity, COVID-19. And definitely touch wood not not going strong or not as strong in Australia, which is good. So I'm hoping that we'll start to see some uh, relaxation on the social distancing and a few of these things in place. Although I got I got to be honest, I got to give a good good pat on the back to to the majority of the Australian citizens. They seem to be uh, abiding by the rules and the laws and all that stuff being put in place. And uh, I believe the numbers have dropped. I, I got to be honest, I don't really keep up. Uh, tabs too much on the stats and the news but when I do dabble here and there it it seems to be promising and positive which is good so that's what I'm going off and it seems like a good thing but uh, I joke about the captivity but it it has been interesting a couple of weeks well more than a couple weeks nearly a fucking month for me and Beck and the family Um, it's been very interesting and I feel right now this would be my fourth week in my working cycle I, I look I I have more outside of my life than work, of course, the podcast family, all my hobbies and, uh, you know, all the stuff I always talk about. However, I'm sort of measuring it in terms of work at the moment because I have been, you know, put back to one day a week. So this is my fourth week of the proposed 30 days. We will see. I had a little meeting this morning. It seemed promising. Uh, That's as much as I'm going to talk about work, though. But so this is fourth week. I'd say by the start of last week, uh, maybe 10 days ago, I felt like I was at the end of my tether. I've got to be honest. And... uh, now I feel like I've gone through the motions, it's come full circle, and I'm kind of enjoying this new routine, as weird as it sounds. Yes, I miss people and all that sort of stuff, and I, I miss being social, but I feel like the family and myself, we've gotten to a good little routine. I'm kind of enjoying the, you know, just the family time and really taking advantage of being with Arabella, being with Beck. We've got a good sort of little exercise routine. Well, a very, very small exercise routine on my my part. I have been a little bit lazy and drinking a lot, but I tell you what, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying the shit out of cooking. I might talk a bit a little bit about cooking tonight because I'm really fucking enjoying it. But anyway, oh, what's been happening? Of course, look, as I said, we have been in captivity, so I'm I'm having to seek out my own pleasures in life now. So I've got a few things in front of me to talk about. Uh, some trivial, some not, some inspiring, some not. You know the drill. But uh, Nevertheless, King of the Couch is back, episode 46. What happened? Oh, quickly, I want to do a shout-out to my, to my main muckers, Milky and Sarah Waller. They had their uh, little baby over the weekend, I think. What day is it? Monday night. Yeah, it must have been Saturday, 17th, three days ago. Whatever the fuck day that was, Friday, Saturday, I'm not sure. Anyway, 17th April, I know that much. Uh, Little Edward Robert Waller, congratulations, friends. Uh, he looks like a little absolute gem, and uh, you guys are going to be great parents and absolutely kill it. I have no doubt in my mind. Plus, you've got the greatest mentor for for guidance and being a father that you could you could ever want and need. You've got me on the speed dial. Call me, text me when you need me. And look, I know you've already dropped me a couple of little cheeky questions about the bathing and the sleeping. Mate, I'm here to help. I want to help. I know what it's like, but you'll be good. It's cool. It's uh, obviously it's fucking new territory for you guys, but it's really fun. Uh, like myself and Beck have done, I know you'll cherish the shit out of it, you and Sarah, and it will absolutely change your life for the better. I I probably have said this before on the podcast, but being a parent, I it's absolutely the best thing going. Um, I was thinking about it. I was feeling feeling a little bit tipsy over the weekend, and I must have been thinking about it. 
philosophically i don't know but i was just like this is the greatest job if we, if we can call it that that i've ever had and i've ever been given there's so much pleasure you get out of it of course there's a little frustrations and things like that and uh times where your patience is pushed i mean arabella for example grabbed my phone and chucked it down the stairs this week thought let's see if this motherfucking can bounce it did not and the screen absolutely smashed i could use it for a little bit but it's starting to really fritz out but i got a replacement phone just here tonight so we'll fix it up it's all good we'll fix it do the fucking stupid apple id song and dance and get around that but yeah it's the greatest job the greatest pleasure the greatest joy you ever can have i'm finding of these last three and a half four weeks myself i've seen so much um and and really got you know seen so much of a day-to-day that i've yeah it's just given me a new new fucking kick new new lease on life if i if i will but uh Again, congratulations. Uh, you'll absolutely kill it as parents. I cannot wait to meet little uh, little Lady Water. Little, ugh, fuck me, I can't talk tonight. You know I can't talk tonight, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not drinking this week. Well, when I say I'm not drinking this week, uh, bear with me. I'm not drinking Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Some might go, that's absolutely ridiculous. As three days in a row, you're an alcoholic. But fuck you, we're locked inside. And some of us look forward to those drinks in the afternoon. Sometimes, sometimes it's what we need to just keep us going, keep the party fucking rocking and rolling. But now, look, I reckon myself, I've probably been drinking every day since the fucking since the lockdown. So I thought, look, we'll take a few days off, we'll give the body a rest, give fucking uh, give everything else a rest. But um, yeah, so here I am, and I feel like I'm slurring me fucking words because I'm not even I'm not even drunk. So. On that note, I'm going to take a little sip of this water, just straight H2O this evening. Mm. Delicious, refreshing, lubricating. But to touch on drinking, and this is not why I'm not drinking this week, but last week's episode, I anyone that hasn't listened to it, go and fucking listen to it. And anyone that has listened to it, I'm sure you got a kick out of it. I had a great time on last week's episode. I had about four Cuba Sparkling Ales uh, when I when I jumped on to do the podcast and had another one in my hand while I was doing the podcast. Now, for anyone that's not a drinker and doesn't really drink Cooper's, Cooper's Sparking House, it's a, it's a monster of a beer. It's a lovely beer. Um, 1.7 standards in the stubby. So I necked about four of those cunts before I got onto the air. And I was feeling good. I've got to be honest. I was flying. I had my notes in front of me. I had a few questions asked. that I really liked the questions last week that I got asked. And um, I felt... Coming out of that, I thought, you know what, I could, that could have been a pretty drunken podcast, definitely the drunkest podcast I've ever done. And uh, sure enough, I was talking to my one of my greatest uh, greatest fans, listeners, Kingsman, Alan McElravey, the the Irish superstar, my cousin. I was on the Facetime on Friday night with him, and uh, he was like, "Man, unreal podcast, and you are definitely fucking drunk, eh?" And he then he broke down the podcast with me to ask me questions about the things that I answered and really went deep on them, which I appreciated, Alan. And anyone else that wants to do that, feel free to flick me messages. What the fuck did you mean by that? Because it keeps me on my toes, definitely, because especially after a few drinks, I have to go, yeah, what the fuck did I mean by that? And I have to rethink about it. But uh, great podcast. I had a good, good fucking time on last week's podcast, and I'm going to have a great time on this week's podcast because, look, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not having a drink for at least three days. By Thursday, yeah, I'll be absolutely gagging for it. There's no way no way fucking around that. I, I cannot lie to myself, and I'll want to fucking drink by Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, though, we're going hard. We're going absolutely hard. And I've got a few things to do. Look, work's um, got a little bit on this week. 
work-wise and a few other things I need to tick off the, the goal list. I actually got to uh, get up early in the morning, do something, get up early on Wednesday morning, do something. So it's all good. Plus, another thing I want to do, one kind of drinking and... Uh, I'm sure a lot of I'm sure a lot of uh, you know avid drinkers do this. I like to have a few drinks, especially sort of moving into the later evening. And I also like to watch my shows. You know, my soaps, my soaps, my Sons of Anarchy in particular. I love it. I've got seven episodes left of the whole series. I'm absolutely champing at the bit. So the problem though with drinking is that I basically drink. I get a little bit half cut. I put on the uh, the old show, and I usually fall asleep halfway through it, or I have to. Fucking, I start nodding off, then I do a bit of a rewind, I nod off, do a bit of a rewind. Sometimes it can take me an hour and a half to watch a 60-minute show. So I tell you what, m- one of my main reasons for not drinking the next three days is so I can try and smash out those last three episodes. So that could be another two tonight after this podcast, another two tomorrow night, and I might even go for a fucking trifecta on Wednesday night. I don't know. Um, however, I may save the last episode and have a little cha-ching a little celebration because I've got to be honest. Whoever hasn't watched Sons of Anarchy, get on it. I didn't really get into it when it first came out, but I'm a bit late to the party. It's a fucking cracker of a show. It is a great show. Halfway through season seven, uh, but the body counts up near 100 people. They're fucking just killing everybody. Um, that's not ruining it. There's just mass gangland shootings and everyone's fucking dying. Anyway, cannot wait to see where it goes. I feel like I have an inkling of where it goes, but anyway, we will see. But that's it. I digress. Congratulations again, Milky and Sarah. But uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? I've got a few things here. I might start with my weekend. This could be a quicker sort of podcast. I said I've, I love doing the podcast, but I haven't really been doing that much. So it's solely been up to me. And I feel like I've been just doing dad life. Well, it's been good. It's just uh, sort of same, same. I feel like I've probably talked about it all. So, But the weekend. The weekend was good. I've got to be honest. Um, I think last week I touched on some sort of and I, said, and I was pretty drunk when I was talking on the podcast, as I said. But I think I touched on some maybe some little issues that Beck and I were having. We were sort of at each other's throats, and I was just getting a bit over it. Look, after we sort of fucking aired our grievances and, and had our little thing with each other, I took on board what she was saying. And this last week, and, and you know, moving forward, I'm, I'm taking on what she's saying. And whatever I say to her, hopefully she does that too, if it's something that really affects me and vice versa. So the things that she said to me, I thought, you know what, these obviously are affecting her. And the way she was saying to me, saying to me, they definitely sounded like they were affecting her. So I thought, I'm going to be a fucking absolute legend and I'm going to take them on board and do them. So this last week, honestly, it's been one of the best weeks we've had in, in our whole relationship, I reckon. It's been so good. Uh, there's been so much loving, so much romance. The family, family has been good. I feel like myself, I've personally taken a step back. I, you know, when you... I can be a bit anxious and fucking neurotic sometimes, so you can sort of lose track of what's happening in your brain at the moment. So you've kind of, you know, you can fuck up and say a few few things you don't mean to when you're a bit, you know, angry and things like that. So now I just find that I'm just like taking a deep breath and taking almost a fucking step out of my own skin, if that makes sense. Just assessing the situation sort of, you know, it feels like I'm doing it a long time, but it'll be a few seconds in my head and then you kind of back to reality. Yeah, cool. All right. Take a deep breath. Yeah, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, coming into the end of last week, so by Friday night, Friday morning, Beck wanted to have a bit of a dress up, 
not like a sexual dress up or anything like that. She just wanted to put on a nice dress and feel good because we, ha- as I said, we, as everybody fucking has, we've been stuck in the house and you know she's been wearing a lot of active wear and you know just the PJs around all day and things like that. So she thought, fuck that, I'm getting showered and getting dressed up. So I said to her, I was like, why don't we do a little date night in the house? Obviously, we you know we can leave the house, go to a fucking park or the beach or something like that, and be a be a massive pariah on the community. But I said, what we got the fucking deck and things like that let's just do it up and we'll get out there and look her mum lives with us i said lizzie you join us we'll have one of them weird family three ways let's do that so we did that we made a greek on friday night we've got these little like uh, these pork and veal homemade meatball recipe unreal goes so well get a little bit of pita bread some tzatziki look if you want to be really fucking fancy make it yourself if you want to just be like what we did just buy it in the tub and just fucking eat it that way because you know i didn't really look i wanted to be fancy but i didn't want to be that fucking fancy you know and then we made a homemade greek salad which is which is very easy and very very delicious so that's now become a bit of a staple we'll do that every so often i think so that was it we got a nice bottle of red uh i think it was like a tempranillo like if i said that correctly but it was like a spanish wine even though we're eating greek i don't know if the greeks make red wine but the spanish definitely do so shout out spain because it was a lovely red wine and that was fucking it we put on some music so we put arabella to bed we did her you know food and, and had her thing and bath her and stuff like that and we put her to bed she went to bed like just sound as a pound put some tunes on put the uh put the greek on got the red wine on oh mate we just had ourselves a perfect little evening mother-in-law shot off to bed and then beck and i just down to it harsh harsh love making it was unreal um yeah that was it great friday night probably the greatest friday night i've ever had in a long time so good that i just woke up with a spring in my step on saturday morning it was just like yeah this is good and it was just from last week's podcast, where I, I was a bit, I was a bit down at the start of it. Got to be honest. Coming into this week, I'm feeling fucking up. I really am. I feel like we'll talk about that soon. I can't even remember where the fucking else I was going with the rest of my weekend. It was so good, I can't even remember. That was what it was. Let's be honest. We're not leaving the house. There was a few more beers in the house, a few more wine in the house. I made a ramen last night. That was wicked. I'm really good on the ramen now. It was my second ramen. I thought. It was about 10 times better than the first one. So I thought the fucking third one I make is just going to blow your socks off. So we'll get back to that. But I've got a, I've, on the food thing, I've got a lot of food. I've, Beck and I have just kept like a, every time I come up with an idea, I try to write it down, you know, and, and food's no different. So I'm like, yeah, I want to make that bang, write it down. Saturday night, I made pizzas. I'm fucking a whiz bang chef on the homemade pizzas, I've got to be honest. Here's a little here's a little tip for any foodie that likes pizza. I, I don't know about you over the base. And again, I, I don't have all the time in the world to sit there and knead the dough and stuff like that. I'm going to try that, don't get me wrong. But I uh, I, I like just the pita bread. We use that because I like a thin pizza. So I use the pita bread, a little bit of tomato sauce, like the a nice sort of Italian one, a little bit of mozzarella cheese. you got to put a fine layer of the cheese on this. I don't know if anyone's not doing this, start to do this because... This is what keeps the toppings on, otherwise they slide off. A little bit of cheese, then put your toppings on. My favorite pizza at the moment sounds so bogan, but it's literally a ham and pineapple. I get this nice triple smoked ham. But what I do is I add a layer of mushroom. Like you've got to have fucking mushroom on the pizza. Mushroom, then the ham, then I put the chunks of pineapple, and then another layer of mozzarella. Boom, put it in the oven, maybe 20 minutes, depending on how hot you want to do it. Bang, on. And we do a nice little vegetarian one on the side as well. Holy fuck, it's so good, it's so good. Actually, while we're on cooking, I've got the list, I've got it right here sitting right next to me, so I'll run through it. I've got 
This is all the things that I want to make, some of the things I have make, made, and I'm going to just keep adding to this. So I've got ramen at the top. Bang, going to make that. I've got a lychee pineapple chicken curry. My auntie and uncle make that, and I fucking love it. It's probably the, my favorite curry I've ever had, and I've never made it. So I said, flip me the recipe for that. I'm going to make that. going to make my own homemade tomato relish. I fucking love relish, so... Look out for King of the Relish, King of the Couch brand relish. That's going to be a thing. Going to make a homemade Indian curry. Like all this shit from scratch. Normally you might buy like a, a jar or something or a little bit of crap or go and get takeaway. I want to try it from the scratch, the way the Indians do it. I'm going to make my homemade sort of tomato sauce, like a passata, like for, for uh, spaghetti because I like making spaghetti. I'm going to make cauliflower wings. Beck, she's like, can you just put some vegan, vegetarian options on there? I was like, yeah, cool. We've done cauliflower wings once before, but I'm going to mix up the recipe and try that. I'm going to make like a lab guy, like a like a mint sort of meat salad. It's like a Thai thing. Beck wants to do a tofu satay, like satay from scratch. Going to do that. Going to do a pad thai from scratch. I'm going to do a schnitzel, like some sort of crumb schnitzel. Believe it or not, I've actually never, never done, I've never crumbed anything. I don't know. Is that a thing? Do, do we crumb? I've never crumbed. So I'm going to do a crumb schnitzel. I'm going to do like an Asian laksa, maybe like a prawn Asian laksa. We've got a black bean and corn quesadilla thing happening here. And I'm going to do a Maddie's Patty's burger. A Maddie Matheson. Shout out Maddie Matheson. He's one of my favorite chefs. He's funny as hell. And I'm going to do like his authentic uh, Maddie's Patty's burger just as a tribute to him because why the fuck not? So that's food. That's all I'm going to talk about with food. But it's been interesting. Uh, for me, I don't know. I can't remember what I spoke about last week. I may have touched on this. But the last few weeks, I wrote a list of things that I was going to do or what I wanted to do walking into this. Now, the financial things, the important life things, yeah, we've all done those and, and, and rejigged what I can. Honestly, some of the things with the podcast I haven't worked on, I've got to be honest, got to be true to myself. Cooking was not one of those things that I wrote on that list of this is what I want to achieve over this fucking 90% unemployment stage however it's something that I have really fucking enjoyed doing and I really think I'm going to keep it up I uh there could be a king of the couch cookbook it's all going to be comfort food if if you had a look at that list a lot of that's comfort food the ramen definitely comfort food the pizzas the burgers it's all quite comforting so who knows I could make my own bloody cookbook everybody's doing it king of the couch king of the kitchen who the fuck knows look it's a working title I don't know what I'm going to talk about just yet but uh, it's been really cool um, to just come up with a new hobby, and I know I'm going to take it out of that. But anyway, oh, what else has been happening? Not too much. I oh here, shaved my head. I shaved my head, and I feel damn fucking good about it. I got to be honest. I've shaved my head once before, maybe twice over like a month, and this was yonkers ago. It was cool for like two weeks, and I did it again, and Beck was like, "Nah, it sucks." So I grew the hair back after that. But this time around, oh, look, I'm feeling good. It's a fucking good haircut, and I'm feeling like an absolute badass. So I'm going to keep this up a lot. It's giving me just a new lease on life. Does anyone do that where I feel like a haircut is just good? Is as good as a holiday? Like, it's like a new outfit. Like, people go, oh, retail therapy, it's a bit shallow. But yeah, fuck you, it works. Retail therapy definitely works. I need a new pair of black shorts because my other ones are so faded. I know as soon as I get those black shorts, I'm going to feel like a new man. I, I'm going to get it this week, in fact, actually. I tried to get it today, but Cotton On was closed, so maybe there's a pandemic afoot. I don't know. I might have to do online shopping. But yeah, the haircut, I uh, it wasn't like accidental. We sort of teed it up with a friend. Beck was doing a... Um, 
she wanted to get her hair toned. Uh, shout out Jamie, her, um, Jared's wife. He's been on the podcast before. She's uh, she's a local legend hairdresser. But anyway, we, we sort of we sort of selfishly wanted to see her and say uh, hello to her, and uh, she did it for us on the sly. And she did Beck's hair, and she shaved my head. And I was thinking I'll just walk in because initially it was going to borrow the clippers. This is how home haircut pandemic style we were going to get. ISO style. We were going to just borrow the clippers and I was going to let Beck shave the head because well, that's a fucking funny story. And I thought, you know what? Look, I, I was, I got cold feet. I've got to be honest. I'm not that much of a badass. So I said, Jamie, I said, look, do you want to sort this out? I know Beck wants you to do her hair. Maybe we can kill two birds with one stone. Like, let's just do it. I said, there's a bottle of wine, some, some very small amount of money in it for you. Which would you prefer? She took the wine. Smart girl, I would have done the same thing. Uh, money comes and goes, but wine, it's forever. Um, but went in there, and it was like a 30-minute shave job she did. She went from like a four blade all the way down to like a one and a half. Then she like shampooed my head, did this awesome head massage thing. And I was like, wow, I really underestimated this whole basic shaved head. It was the best thing I've ever done. And I, I feel like I'm going to keep keep cracking onto it. It's the little things, you know? And this is where this is where... She was serving the people that day. She was really putting forward good good service. And this is no discredit to any other barber hairdresser I know or anything like that. I, this is just this particular one because it's in my mind. But like I've walked in going, I'm just going to get a shaved here, a quick zip zip all over it. She loves what she does, does and she's a perfectionist. It's, it's clear, you know. She just put so much love and care into the shaving of the hair. Did it, washed it, massaged my head. Oh, man. I didn't know if this is a thing... I'm going to digress for a second, but a head massage. I don't even know if that's a thing where you can just walk into certain places and get a head massage. I don't even know if hairdressers just offer, hey, can I just get a simple hair massage? Like, is that a head massage? Is that a thing? I watch all these weird YouTube videos and like India's just like overflowing with people that give like head massages. So Australia, I don't know if this is a thing, a market that we need to get into, but if there was a like a parlor that I could go to just specifically for head massages, I'm I'm on it and anybody that's listening to that show that knows of a head massage parlor uh please let me know no funny business just straightforward head massages that don't need a happy ending just pure head loving but anyway she did that then touched it up again mate beautiful job shout out jamie honestly unreal you're great and uh it was so good that there's another bottle of wine in it for you and definitely a mexican meal oh i put another i'm gonna talk about food for one more second i got a mexican meal i got a new salsa recipe um i'm gonna put some of these up on my instagram i really will Anyway, I don't know where the fuck I got onto that, but uh, yeah, shaved head, loving it, feeling fucking good. The coolest thing about having a shaved head is that you just, you wake up, your hair doesn't look shit because it's really not there, you have a shower, it's pretty much dry, you don't have to worry about it, like, I'm still in that phase of feeling like I have hair a little bit where I, I touch it, I'm like, oh, no, don't worry, it doesn't matter, don't have hat hair, it doesn't matter, I've just woke up, it doesn't matter, it's shaved, it feels good, so I'm definitely going to rock and roll with this shaved head for a bit i've been getting some good looks around the the block i'll be honest the the tongues are wagging and they like it beck is loving it i was so surprised she loves it she loves jamie too so maybe it's just like a homage to jamie through my shaved head i don't know but wow shaved head life changer anyway 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 what i was gonna say is i've i don't know if i mentioned it last week either that's but I, I've done something to my shoulder, and I know exactly what I did to my shoulder. We've got the fucking stupid old basic ass and neutral bullet. That's now gone in the fucking bin. And I'll tell you why. Because the, the cut bit got connected to the, to the fizzies blade bit. Couldn't do it. Anyway, I've, I called the doctor this, today, and I was like, listen, man, I need to get some sort of x-ray or whatever, you know. Uh, 
with the COVID-19 shit, you can't just walk into the doctor's office anymore. So it's, I tell you what, in, in essence, this is kind of cool. I really hope for these sort of little things, I really hope this sort of shit happens, hey, because, oh, sorry, carries on, I should say, because I called the doctor's office today, right? Because I knew that you couldn't walk into the doctor's office. I called him and said, look, I've got this problem with my shoulder. Um, I think I need an x-ray, but I need to, I know I need a referral from the doctor. So can you help me out? Yeah, cool, no worries. What time would you like a call back? We've got X, Y, and Z. Kind of like making an appointment. I say, call me at 3.50. Cool. I get a call at 3.30. The motherfucker's early. In this, in, seriously, have, have you ever run early at a doctor's office? I've never. They're, they're notorious for being late. So first first positive tick. The guy's fucking 20 minutes early. I shit my pants hey, when I saw the phone ring. I've had to answer a little questionnaire out before I did that five minutes later he calls me. Easy, bang. I could do that when I'm in the waiting room anyway, which you normally do for the first time. But bang, 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 did the questionnaire, sorted. He calls me, had a bit of a chuckle on the phone. I said, look, this is a problem. He had a laugh about the Nutribullet situation. Very funny, haha. And he got me up. He said, look, do this, do that, do this movement. And yeah, cool, all right. Sounds like it could be some sort of like minuscule meniscus what are these words meniscus tear or lesion or some shit like that anyway it hurts so i was like cool he goes all right you're gonna need an ultrasound that should be able to diagnose it and then you know so all i had to do and i'm lucky because the thing was around the block like the the gp i walk around the block i knock on the door they literally hand me this slip of referral way better than going in waiting potentially getting sick because of some other you're going for a short sore shoulder but there's some other more on there coughing and spluttering generally that's usually what happens you don't want to touch the door handles anyway COVID 19 aside i never want to touch the door handles in a doctor's office so this was just a beautiful scenario for me i've gone and made the fucking plan to get the ultrasound he'll get the results he'll call me back probably look i'm going tomorrow probably no wednesday thursday what the shit is up and what's next beautiful scenario gps if i've got any doctors listening please petition for this shit to carry on if you're sick and things like that yeah you might need to go in to get actual diagnosis but man that is a perfect scenario in my eyes so that's what i'm doing tomorrow morning but look bit annoyed with the the imaging place because i've got a bit of a back issue as well so i was like look, let's just kill two birds with one stone Mm, can't do that got to do the shoulder tomorrow morning apparently it's some fucking u-butte machine that can't do all this shit at once but i then got to go again wednesday morning to get the back done so i said look imaging lady you're in luck because i got fuck all else to do because i'm not working so i will come two mornings in a row and then wednesday morning after that we're gonna go shout out arabella she's such a such a little adult now we're gonna go turn her baby seat around so now she's gonna face forward for anyone that's not a parent, you wouldn't get the kick out of this, but I, for one, cannot wait to see a smiling little face in the rearview mirror. It's a game changer. I can't wait. Wednesday morning couldn't come soon enough. I'm going to race home, then get her in it, and then we're going to go driving, and I'm just going to be looking at her eyes. We're going to be laughing. The music's going to be on. Oh, I can't wait. But anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna finish up in a little while tonight. I haven't got a hell of a lot to talk about. I've just been fucking ranting and raving. I'm not even, I'm not drinking. I'm sure I'm not as entertaining as I normally am. I'm going to take a quick, quick drink of water, though. Mm. anyway but i had a um beck and i were talking uh we had a bit of a chuckle in the car today as we always do um but we the last uh, here we go two two different things this sort of is like adult decisions and we're talking about education and learning for arabella because just over the last last couple of well the last fucking you know whatever we while i have been at home all the time I have really, really appreciated like helping her with certain things. She started doing this thing, um, really cute. 
she just basically walks off, gets a book. She always brings the same book. It's this David Bowie book. I, I think it's cute because her middle name is Bowie. We didn't name her after David Bowie or anything like that, but it's just cute that she brings a David Bowie book. In fact, Beck doesn't even really like David Bowie, so it's even funnier because she doesn't like David Bowie. Middle name's Bowie. Ugh, it's one of those things. But anyway, she runs off, she gets a book, she brings it to me all smiling and stuff, and now she's doing this thing where I sit on the floor and she like she'll come out like a meter away. She turns around and just starts backing up like a little Mack truck. And then just as soon as her like feet hit my shin, she bangs, she just drops down in the lap and the book's out, reads it. We get like three pages in every time and then she just wants to rip the pages and do that sort of stuff. She walks around again and then brings a book and we just go on. But it's like the important, I've just really realized like it sounds fucking stupid, but the importance of education and learning. These little kids are like absolute sponges and just over this last month, everything I, everything I do in the house, if she's there watching me, I know that she will do this. The phone is a good example. Parents, if you are listening, man, put down your phones in front of the kids. I, Arabella's one year old now, and well, besides throwing it down the stairs and smashing it to bits, she can pick that motherfucker up. And she's, I feel like she's doing shit on that phone that I can't even do on that phone. She'll change settings, she changes this, she changes that. She calls people on FaceTime, she texts her mates. I'm just like, fucking hell, you're one, slow down. But they do it, and, and, We've tried to make a little household pack to not be on our phone in front of her because you look up sometimes and like mum's on the phone, mother-in-law's on the phone. I'm not because I'm a champion and I'm trying to be father of the year. Um, but it's just like, okay, this is, and I don't want her to be one of those kids that's just glued to phones, you know, like I, I, I hate these parents that just put the phone or the iPad in front of the kid's face 99% of the time. I get it. They're a good distraction for, for helping, but not all the time, parents. I don't think that's that's a healthy thing, but just absolutely everything. If I yell at Frank, if I say, Frank, shut up, she's now got the finger, like the one finger she's pointing at, she's going, no, 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 you know, in her voice. And, and then she'll, if I go to throw in a little slide at him, Peter, if you're listening, like the animal organization, I never hit him with a slide. It's just like a threat. It's an idle threat. But she now will literally, if the slide's not on my foot, she'll go and pick it up and she'll like do it and do the finger thing. And I'm like, oh man, they're absolute just, Yeah. And if you see them doing something they shouldn't be doing, that's kind of funny and you laugh because you're not really thinking about it, they'll sure as shit do that again. They're little entertainers. So just, yeah, the importance of education and learning has just been like sort of sinking into my psyche over the last like month because I'm like, anything I do, she's going to do. Now, of course, you can, now you can get creative with that as well. Uh, Music. I am a avid music lover, as you all know. So I purposely put all my songs on youtube every day that she has to see him that's subliminal education and i'm okay with that education she's going to be a little punk rocker rock and roller metalhead this is going to be good she's going to have a great great music knowledge but yeah education is cool if it's done right i definitely believe that but i will leave you with uh adult decisions beck and i were talking about adult decisions and just fucking kids you know just kids having it way too easy I uh, we had the radio on the car today, which is a fucking rarity. I my phone smashed. I didn't take it with me, and I normally have the Spotify on the phone. Anyway, I said, put the radio on. Triple M came on, classic radio station. Just plays the same rock and roll shit over and over. I fucking hate the radio. I really do. But the song "Big Me" by the Foo Fighters came on. I love that song, right? And I said to Beck, as after I was done singing and belting out in the car, I said, listen, I said, I want to hear something funny. When I was like 10, 11 years old, I said, oh, Dad had this on CD. I borrowed it off Dad. I put it on my little boombox ghetto blaster thing. 
and I wanted to know the lyrics. And this was back in the day when I didn't have the internet and you couldn't, well, I didn't even think, the, I didn't even know if the internet was a thing back then for me in our household. So I couldn't jump on the internet like we can do now. Everything is so easily accessible. I really wanted to know the lyrics because I really wanted to sing along with it in my bedroom. So bang, put the thing on, got the notepad and pen out and I'd hit, play and i talked about it carried on pause write that shit down hit play again do that song's like three minutes long i fucking did that for three minutes but really it took me like 30 minutes by the time i was like pause uh did i hear that right skip 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 back do it again write it down then you get the fucking song out and then all you want to do is sing that shit so you it's like a whole hour long you know exercise as a parent now, look like I'm like, wow, what a great exercise because if that was Arabella, you're just like, oh, God, I need to just do something for uh, fucking 30 minutes, an hour. She's into this song. Hey, this is the only way you're going to find out these lyrics. Pause, write, play, pause, write, play. You get the idea. Man, Beck did the same thing. She did it with uh, Mary J. Blige. She told me, I think the song was Shackles. Get the shackles off my feet so I can dance. Anyway, I think that was the song. She seemed pretty adamant it was the song. And we were just like, fucking hell, man. Kids got it so easy nowadays, and so do adults, really, for that matter. You know, and it was just like, ugh, I miss those days. I miss those days when some things you really had to work for them, you know? Uh, but those were the days. I really do miss those days as a kid, you know? We got it easy now. If I want to fucking find song lyrics now, though, I just Google that shit. Same as guitar tabs. Just Google, you know, Google that shit. I never actually sit down and try and learn it myself. God, what a sucker. But anyway, look, I think that's the show for this week. Bit of a shorter one, to be honest. Uh, COVID-19 has got me out uh, in the house, not doing a hell of a lot. So, yeah, not a hell of a lot to report on, I've got to be honest. Next week... I'm going to hopefully have a guest whether I want to get my main man Stewie on. Uh, he always listens to the show anyway, so I really want to talk to him. So I'm calling him out publicly on this show right now. Stewie, let's get together on the weekend. I think we're allowed to have one, two people in each other's house. So look, I'll, I'll provide the beers. I know you're a craft beer man, so I'll try and dig deep into the wallet and get you some nice beers. We'll fire up the mic. We'll talk about the triplets and whatever else we want to fucking talk about. But look, that's me, King of the Couch, episode 46. Hope you're staying safe, having a good time, and uh, yeah, I love you all.